All right, all right. I don't know if that uh, how that'll come across, but I am uh, just about figured out this whole um, streaming with the road stuff. And as you all know, SEO this week, episode two hundred one. Uh, this is probably the first official where we're not focusing solely on the news, which is kind of cool. I actually uh, rather enjoy the idea, uh, as always, or you know, well, as always from now on. If no one asks any questions by 30 minutes, I'm out of here. I got, uh, you know, things to do, people to see, websites to build, links to build, you know, that kind of stuff. You know how it goes. You got to do some marketing. Uh, anyway, this episode didn't really have a whole lot of topics to talk about. I did want to share a couple of things. Uh, one is something that uh, picked up Bruno, I don't even know his last name. Uh, and uh, Jordan Pierce, both of them coincidentally shared the same kind of info at the same time. So I don't know if that's uh, uh, by accident or or what. But since they both shared it, and it's both public out into the world. Why the hell not? We'll talk about uh, building links to the product URLs inside your G- GMBs. Uh, also, I want to talk about a new schema that's out there. It's available to you. Depending on your website, this may or may not be useful to you. Uh, so let's get into it a little bit. You see that? Fancy. All right, so here's the the schema. And uh, basically, I don't know if you ever tried this, but you can actually type in uh, math problems and uh, different, you know, educational type problems and and answering questions and practice stuff uh, in the search results. And and what was noticed, I I want to say it was like two or three weeks ago, I noticed it in the Slack group. There's a, a guy... Uh, who's teaching this particular schema type uh, to uh, a member. And basically, they just reverse engineered it. And I think that was probably the probably the newest instance that I know of, of, of where Google actually started implementing this. And originally, I was kind of in, in the ballpark of this might be something that's created for, um, uh, what the heck is it called? Oh, come on. Come on, think. Uh, rich snippets uh and just pulled out of the the actual website but if you look inside there and reverse engineer the schema you'd actually see that that is pushing it which is uh kind of cool uh who is this for probably if you are an educational website educational targets you probably do some adsense or something like that you could build some systems to do this uh that might be really happy i will tell you that the uh the domains that are picked are actually pretty decent authority so I doubt you're going to be able to just go in there with the brand new website and do uh, some crazy wonderful things with it. I th- you're probably going to have to, you know, have something that's already established and stuff. But if you got a client that's doing some education stuff and doing uh, these kind of product, these t- kind of things, and has sister forms and pages set up and stuff, uh, I would go with that. Keep in mind that these, uh, when you reverse engineer these, this particular schema, the page in the form has all of this stuff on it, and there's a specific way the um, and it, everything matches. So, like the the combinations in this case is a multiple choice, right? And you click on an icon, uh, all of that matches inside of the actual content that is on the page. So, literally, you can go through the chemical practice here in the search results. I.e., they stole this site's content and put it inside of here and called it a featured snippet. And uh, notice you can go to the next and back, and you can go to the different uh, questions and stuff uh, all through there. So they took their test, 
put it on the search results so that the user never has to go to this website in order to actually get the benefit of this. And um, you don't even get to have you don't even have to actually use the uh, when you use the submit button and get through there. It never takes you to the website either. So uh, bear that in mind if you're gonna to try to leverage this. This is just another opportunity for Google to highlight you and, and do you the great and wonderful flavor favor of showing your brand to a, a potential user uh, while not actually sending them to you and keeping the traffic and using your content to do it. Uh, oh, yeah, and they show the ads on these types of searches too. I've seen it um, when I was going through there, plenty of ads uh, of the course, so they're monetizing your content for free and giving you nothing but just some little bit of recognition up here. So bear in mind, that's kind of how I feel about all features, featured snippets. So you can approach or not approach that situation with the same bias as I do. Alrighty then. The uh, next thing I wanted to talk about was... I don't know if I want to do the GMB stuff yet. I want to do a test on that. And we're, uh, I'm actually publishing a whole lot of the test from SEO Intelligence Agency. We have like 600 of them now we're working on. So the first 100, I've been cutting videos slowly but surely on the SIA um, YouTube channel. And uh, what that's been giving me is just an opportunity to share some stuff that's uh, that's public with all of you uh publicly with all of you and just some older tests and kind of give some insights one some of the insights of the test arrived uh to the idea behind single variable testing and how you have to adapt and change to single variable stuff uh in order to um you know make sure you get the right thing uh and three the importance of actually having to retest so it's easy to say today that X, Y, and Z are ranking factors and X, Y, and Z are something that you should do. But it does that really apply when you actually get down into um, post updates? Like what changed in the update and how do you go back and, and uh, retest all that and is there actual value into it? And we just did, we did a test with uh, Blogspot recently uh, in, in SIA, uh, and I'll give that out uh, probably for free uh, because it's really cool as part of it. We're doing a, a new launch and a new member drive here coming up. We're redoing our websites. We're redoing the back end so that the, um, uh, the tests are easier to access. We're redoing the back end so the courses that we have in there are easier to access. Um, and then uh, we'll be adding new courses uh, and new tests, obviously, as, as things go along. But once all that's that's all to be said is when it, when that get kicks off, I'm going to release this blogger test, and, and it's not just one test; it's actually uh, I want to say close to 15 tests of variations of blogger and Blogspot and the effect that it can have on your website. And I guarantee you, you're going to be surprised with that. You're going to be pissed at me that I that I don't release it right now. But if you're in SIA now, you already uh, kind of know what's coming. Uh, and my recommendations for it in the last webinar, I showed everyone uh, what I say you should be doing with Blogspot. Um, and uh, and uh, I think I'm going to venture to say that when I, I've made a lot of people mad when I talked about um, 
Google Drive stacks and actually how to set those up and to how to get them to past use. Uh, and uh, people were claiming that I was attacking their business because I was being uh, honest and forthright and saying, if you build Google Drive stacks this way, they do nothing for you. Here's the testing to prove it. But if you go do, do if you build Google Drive Drive stacks this way, they still work very well. And here's the services. Uh, that uh, offer it in this way that are still building it correctly, that are still passing juice. And even though I listed one of those services as one of the people that are doing it right, they uh, shunned me and, and said I was attacking their business. Well, that's because they're simple-minded idiots. But um, at the at the end of the day, it's going to be the same with this blogger thing. I'm going to make a lot of people mad, and then I'm going to make a lot of people go, see, I told you I was right. And... Uh, it's going to be uh, very interesting, uh, to say the least. That will be published after the April end-of-month webinar uh, because the SIA members deserve that first, uh, and then I'll publish it for free for everyone else. Uh, and that will come on the SIA channel. So if you want to hear more testing stuff, then uh, go to the SIA channel, subscribe there, uh, hit the bell notifications, give us some thumbs up. We need some love. Uh, that channel has not been active uh, very long. As, as a matter of fact, I don't even think we've been putting out really decent content on it at all. Uh, there's some stuff that Dory did in there that was really great, um, but for the most part, I think it's all hidden. So we're we're opening we're opening it up. Uh, and we're going to do that. I, I haven't decided if I want to do one free test a month for the public or do four um, and just add that to our normal testing pool. Because here, here's the deal. you got to differentiate your product and your services, right? So uh, regardless if you're a plumber, uh, a, a coach, a business coach, or a web designer, or an SEO, or a content provider, or a course provider, or in our case, we're, it's a content provider, right? We're, out, we're providing content in the form of tests. Uh, and so we have to differentiate ourselves from everyone else that's doing that and, and kind of come up with new angles and et cetera. So um, where I plan on taking it is offering the tests probably for a month is where we're going to go. Uh, and uh, those will be for free. You get to see the test, the test results. You get to see how we present the results, and then you get to wonder what else we're not showing you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, And then uh, on top of that, we want to add the courses. And uh, more specifically, I think what we're doing and we're failing uh, badly at is, um, well, we were uh, failing badly at saying, what the hell does this test mean to me? Like, okay, that's cute, and you, great, you found that out, but what does that mean to me, and how do I apply it? Uh, and that's something that when I when I partnered up with Dory Friend uh, back in Phoenix last year, 2019, I think is when we first started working together, um, that uh, that when, when I partnered up with her, that was the first thing I said, is we're, we're totally lacking in that, and we need to figure out how to – um, help a business owner. Like even the SEO this week, you're listening on the podcast or you're listening on the YouTube channel or you got the, the Facebook or the pit or the, um, 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 what the hell is the other one? Jesus Periscope. If you're listening on any of those platforms, um, 
And I could tell you all this stuff, and you're like, how the hell does that apply to me? What do I have to do with it? And then so uh, we're getting a lot better in that. Uh, as <laughs> as uh, Sean Lewis alluded to, I've been busy over in the YouTube SIA channel. I got 50 videos, 50 videos. It's up to test 50 on the video list, but I think it's actually 46 or 47 because I skipped a couple intentionally. Just They were just bad, horrible tests. They're not even worth talking about the failures they were that horrible <laughs> um so um but as we progress through those videos you'll see that i'll get better and better at here's the test what is it what's it about and then finally as finishing with the big nugget what is in it for me uh and me being you guys the seos the business owners the the um the in-house seos the uh the freelancers and stuff uh, we want to help all of you turn these tests into something that's important. So what are we competing against as, as, as SIA? Well, first, the obvious elephant in the room is Internet Marketing Gold. It's Ted Kabaitis, uh, Andrew, uh, I forget Andrew's name. He's Kyle Roof's business, business partner in Kyle Roof. And then you have uh, Lee. He's running the testing program. Lauren, she's running... Um, like IMG as far as I, as far as I can see. Uh, so there, there's that one. So we're, we're competing against them. Their model is not entirely different from what we're doing. They're offering tests. Uh, they offer tests on a monthly basis, twice a month in their case. We do it once a month. Uh, and then they have courses and they have community. Uh, SIA tests, we offer ours monthly. We have courses and we have community in the form of the Skype and the Slack. So... Uh, how do we differentiate ourselves? It really, it's gonna, it's probably gonna be the presentation of it and turning these tests into, you know, actionable things for you. Uh, you know, Ted, Ted, he owns and and he's a co-owner of IMG, or or as far as I'm, I understand, I'm not sure of the relationship with that. I was never invited to be a part of IMG beyond being a member uh, and a and a content provider, uh, but. Um, they, uh, Ted is also, he's also a paying member of SIA. Uh, so in, in, in so much as that I do the same thing, I, I am part owner with Dory of, uh, SIA and I am a contributing member to IMG. The benefit there is, uh, we get access to each other and we can come up with new tests or test each other's tests or um, find new and exciting things to test as a result of each other's tests. So, and, and when I say each other, mainly it's, it's Ted and I that get the most out of that unless I'm presenting something specifically to the IMG community. Um, but that, that works out really well uh, for us, for Ted and I, because we get to bounce ideas off each other still, uh, and we get to uh, learn a lot from each other. More so, I'm learning from Ted, because as you all know, Ted talks in super nerd. I'm really good at translating super nerd, <laughs> uh, but it works But it works good. Um, so, so, what else is there? Who else is doing it? You have the SEO Signals Lab. The SEO Signals Lab came out around the same time SIA did. Uh, I'm not saying that was a, a blatant ripoff of it, but SEO Signals Lab wasn't a thing until SIA came out. Uh, and then Steven built SEO Signals Lab into probably the number one SEO Facebook group. 
uh, there is out there. The downside of that is if you are offering opinions that are contrary to what the moderators think, the moderators will freely remove you from that system. Uh, they'll remove you out of that group uh, or and or they just uh, are tired and, uh, and shame you. I don't have the issue with the shame thing because nobody messes with me, uh, but the, I will call people out for their bullshit and their lies in that group, and then the moderators will delete my posts uh, for doing so. Um, so I, I see that as a as a failure on the part of uh, the SEO Signals Lab, if they're not allowing a bilateral talks concerning uh, what's going on in the SEO uh, industry, and they're only allowing through their moderation one perspective of it, then uh, it's a complete waste of time to me. So I don't care if you have a hundred members or it's hundred thousand. If you're doing that, you're complete garbage. Uh, the other one is Affiliate Lab. That actually started off as a project with Mike, Mark Luckenberg, uh, Dino Gomez, a couple other people, Matt Diggity, and then Affiliate Lab is kind of busted off onto there. And he's doing testing, uh, but he's not doing uh, what we're doing. We're, so we're doing single variable, right? So we're testing one thing uh, in the algorithm where Diggity is actually doing a lot of testing where he's he's putting things in the real world thing, real world perspective. Uh, he's testing things against uh, the uh, the um, the multi-query or multi-faceted uh, testing is essentially what he's doing. So, um, I when you test links and you're you're on your affiliate site and I tested these links, you, you, what you did was you tested those links and your title tag, meta tag, content optimization, and all that other stuff versus what everyone else is doing. And the one element that you added that was different was the backlinks. Uh, so that's multivariate variate testing, as as I understand it, I, and uh, I think that testing method is awesome. And uh, Matt Diggity, I, I read his stuff as much as I uh, as I can, uh, but I understand when he's saying I tested this and this is my test and this is what I got out of it. Is he's doing this to a real site in live and he's seeing that over and over and he see he saw said results. Or he's got the clients from his uh, PBN thing, especially when he's talking about PBN stuff. He's got access to that business. I'm pretty sure it's a side business. I don't know if he's totally sold off his domain stuff. That's none of my business, but I'm pretty sure it's a side business, and he's got access to that data. So, Or, or he's got access to the people who have access to that data, and he can see like Anchor Tech patterns and all that stuff and how they're especially if they're doing the rank tracking anchor text patterns uh, linking patterns and all that stuff and that's another version of testing is you see that data then you apply it to your thing and then you see what happens so um uh, all this to be said is uh that's how sia compares against all these other these testing groups that I know of. There's, I, I'm there may be other like mini testing groups and mini masterminds. And if you're one of the in one of those, congratulations because you're one of the smart people that knows that masterminds can really really do you uh, some good. Um, and if you're not in a testing group, then you should probably get into one, uh, and you should. Go in there uh, with an open mind and then start questioning things and see how they react to you. If they kick you out of those testing groups or they block you or they stop talking to you, then uh, you know that that testing group has a underlying purpose uh, and uh, you should tell them to pound sand. Uh, I can't remember SIA when I was just a paying member ever kick anyone out. I haven't seen IMG ever kick anyone out, but uh, I've seen SEO Signals Lab and the, uh, the moderators over there filter opinions that are different to theirs. So 
Um, that is what that is. It's it's a shame Stephen King's built an awesome group. I, I mean, you cannot hold a, a, a candle to Stephen King and his ability to build a group, uh, especially in the SEO market. I know a lot of us tried the digital marketer and diggity, and all those people have decent sized groups, but he's built solely off of, from what I can understand or what I can figure is solely off of word of mouth. Uh, and that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, unfortunately that's, it's become a, uh, a haven for censorship of SEO ideas and, uh, the ability to challenge people's thoughts. Uh, because if you do, you're either, uh, totally wrong because you're a nasty black hat person or you're just an a-hole, uh, and how dare you challenge, challenge me. And even more than that, how dare you challenge one of the moderators? Uh, so they join up and get you kicked out. Um, so that's a lot of ranting questions, folks. Remember if I uh, don't have any questions to answer, or we don't have anything to talk about. I'm out of here at 30 minutes. We're at 21 17. Um, the uh, the phone all I'm needing is a TRSS cable apparently, and basically I got to hook it up to my headphone jack, and then it hooks up to the road. Once that's done, I'll be able to actually take phone calls, uh, and you can call into the show. That's going to be really cool. And then the radio stuff, uh, I've kind of figured out. I actually know where I want to go. I just have to think about. Uh, one thing this is the the um, the application of the licensing, and and basically what that means is like the music that you hear me playing on the intro, for example. You know that stuff, uh, and the uh, the blues that I was playing uh, before, um, I was getting from. Uh, websites, so royalty-free music websites. So essentially, you know, uh, and you kind of know how, how how those work. So, um, and I can't find a lot with singing in the blues stuff. You know, I get stuff like this. That's not blues. That's radio. Or a piano. Hold on. Let me find some blues. I'll find some blues. But anyway, I can't uh, find a whole lot of that where it's just uh, with the with singing and stuff. So, um, but I mentioned all that because the uh, radio station op- option allows me to actually play music, like top 40 stuff. And I can legit have a radio station if I wanted to. Now, I could probably go on a limb to say that I am not going to be DJing anytime soon (laughs) for a 24-hour radio station. But I was thinking about if I have a radio station and I got to play and I can um, play regular music like that, why not make a daily playlist for work kind of thing during the week? You guys can listen to the radio station at the playlist during the week. Put in some, you know, I want to hear this on my channel or whatever, uh, which would be really, really cool. And then a set hour uh, on the Mondays for SEO this week where you can legit call in. And you don't necessarily have to be on the YouTubes or uh, listening um, to the podcast. You can legit call in and you'll just know 
when you can do it and you'll call in. So I think that's going to be awesome. No one else is doing that. I'm going to have a 1-800 number. I just got to order that real quick and then read and send it to my phone uh, and then hook it up to the road podcaster. And then we're off to the races. It's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, what else? What else are we ranting about? What else are we ranting about? Come on, we're gonna have fun rant. I got one for you guys. This is a. Um, there are inside of the product our GMBs. You can put a product. You can list products inside of GMBs or Google My Business for those of you who don't know um, the acronym. But uh, you can put products in GMBs or you can put uh, services. So. In my case, web design. That's my service. Technically, web design could be my product, but web design is my service. SEO is a service. Uh, Consulting is a service. SEO consulting is a service, Um, et cetera. Uh, Plumbers, same thing, but uh, but plumbers can also sell products, right? So the plumber sells you a water heater, and that's one of their products. So you put products and services inside of the uh, GMB. Uh, there are a couple people out there, Jordan Pierce, uh, Bruno, what the hell, how do you say his last name? I don't even, I forget how to say his name. Souza, uh, have been um, sharing a method around the uh, public. I haven't found an, an instance of it, so I got to be a little bit careful of, um, you know, maybe they're sharing in private groups and my buddies just happen to know those private groups. I'm not even entirely sure, but I haven't seen the public instance of it, but supposedly when you put products and services inside the GMB, it creates a URL. Uh, and I'm trying to find how to find that URL specifically for uh, services. Like I found the one for products, figure that out how to do it. Um, but I wanted to see the one for services. And I'm and I, looking through all the other maps on the GMB, and I haven't seen one that says this is a uh, – I haven't seen a service URL. Like I have, I've list, looked for uh, web design, plumbing, uh, maid services. I looked at roofing. Uh, I even looked in some of the rehab stuff, and I didn't see any listing in GMB uh, where it said uh, services. You can find them for product just fine, but you can't find them for services. So if you guys know of a a, a market uh, that where Google is showing the services in the GMB listings like they are the products on some of those listings, let me know because so, I want to reverse engineer the uh, – the, um, the code, which is what I had to do for the product. I had to re- reverse engineer the code and find the URL that I was looking for. Uh, I wanted to do that in the services market and uh, figure that out. I, I, supposedly, it, it only shows up in mobile. Um, so if you can find one in mobile, let me know, and I'll, and I'll uh, figure that out. And if you guys, the SEO This Week team, uh, helps me figure that out and gets me a URL, uh, closer to that URL, I'll share that test result to you with you guys publicly as well because you guys are helping out the community, so why not? Um, uh, so we'll uh, we'll see how that uh, that turns out. I, I I might have to look at the phone, and if I'm using the phone, then I got to figure out how the hell I'm going to reverse engineer that. Uh, on my desktop browser. <laughs> so uh, we'll play around with that, and we'll see uh, what's going on. I might have to use Blisk. I don't know if you guys use Blisk, but it's a, it's a great 
browser that actually emulates devices and they update new devices. So the iPhone, the new iPhone came out. They added the the new iPhone to the emulator. Um, I know a lot of devs hate emulators, but they you know if that's all you got, that's all you got. I'm not. I, this guy is not going to go out and buy 30 different devices and see if my website works on all 30 of them when I can just use Blisk and uh, get kind of pretty close. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. What other stuff is going on in the, uh, in the interwebs these days? i seen a post about the uh, Ninja, Ninja caching service. I don't know if you guys are know what the heck I'm talking about. I'll see if I can I can I can find it. It's like Ninja Cash or some crazy thing like that. Ninja Cash. Um it's not Ninja Framework. That's not it. Um what's the hell is the name of that caching company? Come on, you guys know this stuff. You're supposed to be helping me out. Where are you, live chatters? Um, 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 um. Service, service, PageBeat service. I'm Googling PageBeat service, developers. It starts with the N. It's a caching service. Uh, Matt Daly recommends it. I'm killing me. I had it right on the top of my head. Sean, are you still a fan of oxygen for building more address? Yeah, definitely. It um, it's a to me it's it's like the ultimate page speed or the ultimate builder, and it's actually really clean. So, and the and the one I was looking for is Nitro Pack. There you go. Jeez, Nitro Pack. Um, so oxygen is actually it's it's really clean, and then you can go in and, and if you've ever used Elementor or Visual Base or WP Bakery or any one other ones, you're pretty uh, familiar with oxygen. And at the at the end of the day, it's pretty pretty similar to it. the The difference is there's actually uh, some features in there and stuff that make it even more customizable. Then what those other two systems can do, and you can actually do legit uh, new, um, you put new code in there, et cetera, and make that whole make it you know exactly the way you want it. And what I, what I like specifically about it is, I can switch the views, so I can build a web page on my desktop version, 
switch it to the tablet version, make adjustments for that, switch it to the phone version, and make adjustments to that so that I know that what's being displayed and making sure everything's displayed properly all on that one single page. I don't need Blisk when I'm inside of Oxygen because Oxygen adapts to it and does it just all, all by itself based on the pixel parameters of, of what you're optimizing for, uh, which is hands down the probably the easiest, coolest thing ever. Uh, you can and you can adjust, you know, widths of sections and columns and all that stuff, and it just loads fast. It's not like Elementor uh, or a lot of WordPress plugins that create um, code that loads on every page, regardless of whether you're using said code or not. Uh, Oxygen is a lot cleaner in that way, and it pairs really stupid well with WP Rocket or W3 Total Cache. I know a lot of people don't use Total Cache uh, just because it can um, be a little intimidating, uh, but I can op- I can optimize a, a website using uh, W3 Total Cache, uh, regardless of the plugins that you're using, because I'm just used to. Uh, well, that's where I learned how to optimize uh, websites was using that tool. Uh, and the features therein, they're actually stepped up pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I, W3 Total Cache and Oxygen. Uh, and if you want to get really nuts about it, you do WP Offload and use a, a CDN that's coupled with uh, Amazon S3 and Cloudflare. Forget about it. Sites are loading crazy fast. What's funny is you can get a site loading in like 900 milliseconds, which is, if you know, that's like stupid fast. 500 milliseconds, stupid fast. And then put it into what the stupid Core Web Vitals test and it'll fail it because Core Web Vitals and PageSpeed optimization are stupid and they're just designed to get you to kowtow. They're getting the SEO community to, to um, love their product uh, so that you'll use it and then they'll pull the rug out from under you. I use Divi, but have bought Oxygen. Yeah, I I used Divi uh, before, Sean. Uh, it, it was a, it's, you know, to me it was okay. Like I was comparing it to WP Bakery, and I just loved WP Bakery. Like I could build a site with my eyes closed with WP Bakery. And then I moved over to Divi, and I had to learn the new way of doing things, the Divi way. Uh, and wasn't a fan. Uh, and Oxygen, I probably owned that for a year and a half before I even used it the first time because I'm not a change guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? I hate change, uh, and so, uh, but when I finally used it, I was kicking myself for not doing it because it was actually, like, if you're a WP Bakery person, you can get by with that. You can get by with Oxygen, no problem. Here's another cool thing. There are um, third-party add-ons to Oxygen, uh, one of them is really neat. So let's say I wanted to uh, do this. I wanted to take Nitro Packs, uh, part of their landing page right here, and I wanted to use this. There's a third-party tool, and I forget the name of it right now, but you can actually go into that tool, drop this in there, select the section of this website you want, and it copies all the CSS and everything it said to de- how to design this, and it'll paste it inside of your Oxygen install, and you have and you use that, boom, this element. It's the exact duplicate of this. So think about that if you're doing a launch jack or something like that, and the old way uh, to do that was... Um, I don't know what's a good product that's out there right now that's that's launching. Um, I'll just make one up. Affiliate blueprint.
Sorry if you heard the barking, the dogs. Uh, affiliate blueprints, we'll go with that. And the old way of doing this was, oh, let's say I'm an affiliate blueprint. I want to uh, promote this stuff. And uh, you actually got to get to, well, that's pretty interesting. Check that out. What is a massive affiliate blueprint review? Uh, has anyone seen that? What is massive? Oh, my goodness. Check that out. That is gangster. It's an affiliate offer inside of a Chrome extension inside of the Chrome web store. Saving that, reverse engineering that bad boy. Let's see how that goes. Anyway, let's go. So we're going to Plural Blogger. Let's see if they have it in here. We're looking for a landing page. Um, let's go. Come on. Let's go. Final thoughts. CJ sale sale. I got to do it. I need the landing page. I need the landing page. Let's see if I get a little closer. This will give me a get me a landing page. Click here to get access, VIP access, which gets you to the landing page. You're getting VIP access. No, you're not. You're going to this landing page. All right, so the old method of this uh, is actually pretty uh, pretty easy. So let's say that this is this product's landing page, and you know it converts. You can actually go into, especially if you're doing like a um, uh, ClickBank offer or something like that, they actually test and give you the numbers of, of the landing pages. And you want to offer that, and you want to do great and wonderful things. So what you can do is actually copy the entire HTML of this, Use all their resources if you want to, or download the images or change the images uh, as you see fit. Typically, if I'm doing this method of um, building a landing page, I'll just use their images. I'll even use their their SEO um, services and stuff. This should be technically the product owner's thing, so I don't see them. They probably, for the most part, won't block you from this. So you do all that, and then you go into the buy buttons, and then you change your and apply your affiliate codes. So you use their highly converting tool you see when i first um, to create the uh, hours a day stuff for almost 6 months before and there's probably yeah i had absolutely no marketing i was like ah oh, what is that talking shut up there you go hopefully that was too loud of you guys um you use that and uh it will um Convert better, right? So now you don't have to make a landing page. You've already created it up. You just offer it and you just, you know, sprinkle in your product review keywords into here and optimize it a little bit. And then boom, you rank for the product. Everyone lands on it. They're actually on an affiliate page. They think they're on the final sales page. They go through the funnel. They click the buy button down here at the bottom. And then the buy button has uh, the, um, if you hover over there, you can see in this case, the uh, affiliate ID in there. So that's how you know how you can um, alter the, the code to fit your affiliate ID in there to make sure it's going to the right place. Or you just put your affiliate link in there instead of the uh, actual thing. It goes to the cart. No one will even notice um, that, especially if you're using like a, like this thing and you're using the JVZs and going direct to it and it goes to the cart right away, you won't even notice. And then you'll get bounced right into their normal funnel off of the URL anyway. So you'll leave your URL, go pay, get bounced into the rest of their upsell URLs, et cetera. And that's how you do that.
That's the old way. The new way is I can go into Oxygen uh, and uh, put that page in there. It'll go in and rip the code and um, put it and build it in Oxygen. So and then I just do it right on my website within Oxygen. So there's you know that's two options for you uh, with Oxygen. You can do that that you probably can't do with Elementor, uh, which I really really like. I, honestly, though, that tool, I wouldn't probably recommend you doing it with Oxygen. Just cut, get a domain that you're going to do some reviews stuff on and throw this, do that, uh, copy the source code method instead, and it'll work a lot better. All right, let's see. Mohammed Isi. Martin went over the core web vitals in Off the Record podcast, and he was hinting that it might change as it's still not perfect yet, moving from LCP to FID and CLS, now looking for another metric. I don't, honestly, let's go. Mohammed, if you've been around long enough, PageSpeed Insights came out. PageSpeed Insights came out around the same time that Google's PageSpeed CDN came out. PageSpeed CDN was a paid product. PageSpeed Insights was support that product and say, look how much faster your website can be. Google's hand at building a CDN failed miserably. PageSpeed CDN in and of itself added two to three seconds to the load time of a web page. The only thing left out of PageSpeed Insights was uh, the PageSpeed Insights tool, uh, testing tool. Google, to promote that tool, said, hey, look, SEOs, if you want uh, higher rankings and stuff, you need to have, uh, you need to be, follow the scores. Follow the scores that the PageSpeed Insights test gave you. Uh, And then, they did, for a short time, actually give you uh, a boost in SEO uh, rankings from having a faster website. But at the end of the day, what it turned out was is people were making their non-responsive websites that are adding mobile and all that stuff and creating more uh, faster res- responding pages. Uh, I My example of you can rank higher if you rank with a 10-second site and, and change it to a two-second site, you're going to see your rankings, and, and that's why a lot of people saw rankings back when PageSpeed Insights. Uh, but ultimately, the PageSpeed benefit from SEO is... Um, is not uh, is not exciting, right? Uh, and they pulled the rug out from under the SEOs, and it's probably one of the. I would I would argue that PageSpeed is probably one of the less important factors in the current algorithm. And then they had HTTPS. They wanted everyone to switch over to HTTPS. You need to do it. And they said, hey, you're going to have it. You're going to get an SEO boost from it and from doing it. All the SEOs jumped on. We all changed over to HTTPS. And then once enough of the web was over there, they removed that from the algorithm. They promoted, they used uh, marketers to promote their services. Uh, Google PPC, Google AdWords, guess who ran that and promoted that for the most part? It was the affiliates. Affiliates figured out how to monetize it. Affiliates figured out how to write ads for it. Affiliates figured out how to increase CTR. They learned enough about it, and then they kicked all the affiliates off the network and sold it to who? Small businesses. Why? Because the affiliates were actually transitioning over to local business and monetizing their product uh, much better than they were at the time, so they kicked all the affiliates off, closed their network, Works and targeted small businesses directly and boosted the the Google AdWords program. Uh, They did that in PageSpeed Insights. They did it at HTTPS, and they're going to do that with Core Web Vitals. And all all these clowns and talking heads are jumped right in, uh, hook, line, and sinker into that same old trap. Uh, And I guarantee you, I can can almost, you guys can save this recording, but uh, and we'll see if I'm right. Uh, But I bet you that Core Web Vitals are going to go in. The bigger websites that are really slow, 
are probably going to see a drop. Normal local business, mom and pop folks, we're not going to see anything. Uh, the directories are going to still be on top of the search results, whether they're slow or not, because local businesses, mom and pops actually are, um, you know, they're trying to rank for their specific keywords and, and get some of that quote unquote free traffic versus having to pay PPC all the time. Uh, but Google's made it so that that's not possible. And I guarantee you the slow directories, home advisors, Angelus, Yelp, super pages, et cetera, et cetera, are all still going to take a lead over real actual local businesses. Uh, and, uh, Coro ad vitals be damned. The only people that are going to, um, value, benefit, or be hurt by core web vitals or the larger websites where they actually track in the Google browser. If you want to know if you think you're going to be hit, just go look in your Google browser. If you have any field data in there, then they're watching your website and you may have issues to address. Uh, but if you don't have any, they're not they're not watching your website. You don't care enough. You're not fast enough. And uh, I guarantee you core web vitals is probably not going to do anything to you. It's, it's a big hullabaloo. Uh, let's see. Nimbify. Thanks, Sean. That's the one. It's called Nimbify. M N I M B U F Y. That's the app, the third party app with uh, oxygen. It's a credit based system, but you can buy it and probably never go through your credits depending on your, uh, how much web design you do. Joseph McDonald, are you doing anything interesting with AdWords to help SEO or other things? AdWords, I like using. Uh, I'm still doing the set up a campaign. Uh, watch the impressions f using my exact targeting of the exact customer I'm looking for. So if I'm in Yuma and I only want Yuma people uh, and I'm only looking for people within this certain geofence and I, they are searching for, let's say, AC, air conditioning. There'll be a lot of people searching for that pretty soon. The fucking oven's about to turn on over here. Um, then uh, PPC tells me the exact search volume from that via the via the impressions, and you just run that for a week. You can um, make some crazy, uh, you know, offer. Find out what the what the uh, average, the um, page one type of bid is if you want to, and, and go into you just get onto page one, and then you can actually see the impressions for page one search. Uh, from that, if you want to check and use that for CTR at the same time, you can go into the top three and uh, test your your the uh, the CTR of your uh, headlines for your ads, and those would now be your title tags. Um, and then the impression stuff, just run that only for a week, and the impression stuff, uh, multiply that by four, and you have your, your true monthly search volume. Google can't lie in Google AdWords about the impressions. Uh, and the clicks. That's why they're so good at catching uh, the CTR manipulation stuff. They can't lie about that. They got to know the truth. Um, and so that gives you a lot better than using a tool or using keywords, uh, the Google keywords tool and all that stuff. It's all approximations. Um, and all finally, so you have impression count, you have CTR with your pages and your titles, uh, and you can find your conversion stuff. And you can also... Uh, if you, you mess around with the quality score, your SEO and your quality score can be pretty close and they help uh, each other out. So if you, as you increase your quality score, increase your conversions and stuff, ultimately you end up increasing your SEO for that page too. So it gets you in a nice prime position to pay for ads as long as you need them. And then once you're ranking, you can stop ads and move over to a new, new score or a new page with a new ad set. 
Sean Lewis, why does Google love those big players like Angelus and local over local business? Um, that's easy. Angelus and Home Advisor, same company, by the way. And you can see both of them inside of the search results. If Google actually cared, they would they would remove them. Um, but Angie's List and Home Advisor and the like are lead generation companies. They're just like you. If you set up a PPL site, they're doing the same thing. The difference is that you would probably just sell it to one person where they would sell the lead, uh, that very same lead to three or four people. Um, and Google likes them because it uh, it forces local businesses who is their primary revenue driver to pay for ads uh, in order to uh, to get the traffic that Google has. Um, so think about it this way. Amazon buys ads for a product, big deal. They pay some money. Let's even say they pay $1 billion. Let's just, you know, let's make some ungodly crazy number, $1 billion. Google makes $35 million in a year, $35 billion a year. If Amazon is paying $1 billion and then some other companies are paying 100000 there, 100000 there a month, or a million or two <clears throat> a year. That's not going to account for that $35 billion. What accounts for that $35 billion is small businesses. Small businesses, the plumbers, the roofers, the uh, local shops, the mini e-com stores, um, the uh, you know the little guy is paying that thirty-five billion dollars to Google every year, uh, and in order to get you and incentivize you to do that, they need to make it harder for you as a local business to rank in the organic search um, because organic search actually converts higher and gets more clicks than the ads do. And their own data shows it. You get roughly 5% of the clicks from uh, having an ad at the top of the ads versus what you get in the organic. So how do you fix that? Well, you do featured snippets. So you keep the searcher on there, and they get to see more of your ads, increasing the odds for the clicks. How do you fix that in local? You do Google Maps. Uh, and then they needed to monetize Google Maps because everyone was clicking the Google Maps, but they weren't clicking their ads, so they made paid uh, Google Maps sections, right? So now they're monetizing Google at Google Maps. They even thought about, uh, or, or they, they have added the Google services where you have to pay um, to get in that Google service list for some markets now. Um, and that's not, the, you know, you don't get in there by magic. You, you pay for that. And that's why the Google services, Google verified services all say sponsored links because everyone that's in there is paid for that. So that's how they monetize that stuff. And in order to make all of those useful, they have to keep you down. In order to keep you down, they use those directories to do it. And they say, oh, we're just putting the directories here because it gives you the best opportunity to find the most people. That's complete bull. Uh, those services are not uh, monitored from a consumer perspective. You go in there and apply, and you just get the random four that the algorithm says you're going to get. There no, there's no quality assurance. They're not checking to see if they did X, Y, and Z. Uh, they ask them a few questions, and they say, how much do you want to pay for your leads? <clears throat> um, so it's it's a good deal. Uh, Angie's List, Home Advisor, they get the, pay, the paper lead deal. And uh, Google's lit, Google gets the um, the Google Ads deal, uh, and Google's the winner by far. Of that thirty five million, probably thirty two billion is still um, is from small businesses. So that's why they like the big players uh, and keep them up inside of the uh, the algorithm. Um, 
I have no proof. That's my my blatant crazy man. Um, <laughs> my tinfoil hat. I wish I had a little image thingy. My tinfoil hat interpretation of why that's going on and what's going on there. But it, you know, it doesn't take a doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. All right, so 51 minutes, 56 seconds. You guys, I uh, appreciate all of you. Uh, we've gone through some things. I gave you an idea on the the landing pages for affiliate stuff. Even if you're not in affiliate stuff, just buy a domain and start putting up some crazy offers and just and, and, and using that as your test site. Uh, test your link building stuff, uh, test different markets, find an affiliate program for different markets and, and try different link building things with that. Uh, what does it cost you? Like $15 for a domain. You do copy-paste on their, uh, on their sales page, change the affiliate URLs, and start blasting away with links and, or do other things, whatever you want to do with your testing. Totally worth it for testing, testing stuff. So implement that. Uh, if you're thinking about oxygen, I really recommend you check that out. Check out the Nimbify. Thanks, Sean Lewis, for that. Nimbuffy. Nimbuffy. Uh, app uh, again that's credit based but it's totally worth it you can actually use that to copy paste elements so if you find uh, that you're uh, having a little bit of trouble designing your own web page there's plenty of people I can actually refer you to a guy that specializes in design for oxygen uh, and he'll help you out but you use Nimbify get all the elements you want in there and then give it to him and he'll actually put it into coherent uh, niceness for you versus you know what I would do, I'm kind of a hack, so I, I, I have a team that actually designs websites for me. So, um, But I think you'll, uh, I think you'll appreciate it. Uh, you can do the same thing with the landing pages too. Just uh, use Nimbify to copy the landing pages. Again, though, honestly, I don't even think you have to do that. You're doing uh, affiliate stuff. Unless it's an evergreen affiliate offer, just copy the landing pages and change the things and use the uh, the data and the conversion points and all that stuff that they already have in there. They have the numbers that work, and you just got to get the traffic. That's your, that's your job is get the traffic there. So, um, again, you can do that with Nimbify and Oxygen. I'm not saying you can't, but why would you if you don't have to? Just throwing that out there. And maybe I'll do a video showing how to do that. Uh, if you guys have enough interest, leave it in the comments, uh, leave it in the podcast. Let me know if that's uh, interesting to you. We will try to uh, knock that out. And I think that'll, um, that'll actually be a good topic. How to copy a web page and do a launch, launch check. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I think that'd be, uh, that'd be a really good topic. So we'll try that out uh, as well, okay. Any more questions? I'm going to stay here for three minutes and 20 seconds. If you have questions, let me know. Otherwise, uh, see you in the next episode. Have a great week uh, and uh, be safe out there.
All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining me, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>